we're not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but what were you saying? I wasn't listening to you. Oh my fucking god, I hate you so much. <laughs> I was going to say that there is a lot that we can talk about and that we will be talking about and that shit's good. And we should do this live at some point in person. I think we Tris had a good idea. Yeah, and everybody. Welcome to episode. It. Welcome to episode fifty nine. <laughs> I didn't reject it. Party. I just didn't. I just didn't want to go to Brooklyn for like uh, a listen, small. Listen, I live in East Harlem. Which oh, you is do. Probably the center. Wait, you do? I didn't know you. that. I thought you lived it's out just... in fucking Queens, like these guys do. No, I Queens. In, I'm the only one in Queens. I live in Queens, indignant. directly across the park from you, Will. Queen, you live in Queens. You do? Uh, yeah. That's badass. We should definitely yeah. hang out. I don't have I the s- kind of space that Antonio has, but I could, I could host yo, you guys yo, if you don't mind. You can, you can for sure crampies. come over here. I've got a decent, decent living room set up. I swear, you guys, we're such good friends here, even though we don't know where we live in relation to one another. <laughs> the, the thing about it's it, a though, big is I've, city. Tony. I've told I've told this to Will like four times, and I forgot. I think it's really time. just Will because I know where you guys live. Yeah, I know yeah. where both of you live. I even yeah. know where Will lives, and he's the only person whose house I haven't been to yet. Will, do you know where you live? You should come over. I'm pretty sure I live in a van down by the river. What's the real story behind those goggles, Will? The real story. I'm a pilot. Pew is- pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> too too close to home, bud. That hurts my feelings. I can't take it. Wow. All right, guys. We're back. Welcome to episode 59 of Pixel Raiders Land Party. 59. We're actually all back together. This is the a reunion. The reunion episode. The reunion Wait, tour. Wait, where's Alex? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who's Alex? Oh. Can't do that because now, now, now he's not getting the threat. Like, you can't. I wonder, I wonder how many people. Zero percent of them. Haven't, haven't listened and they're like. Who the fuck is this Alex guy? They Probably. keep referencing him. He's a motif we come back to yeah. a lot of the time. Oh, my God. There's like two articles on the website. You can read them. We miss you, homie. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back here is episode, what is it, 57, 58? 59. 59. 59. Oh, my God. We are somehow still on the air, and we are so happy are you guys keep coming back to listen to us. 69. Oh my oh gosh, my I thought we weren't yeah. going to go there today. You're I think gonna we should get me on a tangent. I think we We're should just stop at 69. No, absolutely not. There's more to say about we could just what, about sixty nine. About mm. I mean, we can talk about sixty nine if you want. But right I think now, that... we're in a safe space, Danny. We're going. We're on track. I think we can do it. I'm just saying, sixty nine is one more than sixty eight, one less than seventy, and we're not quite there yet in our episodes. But once we get there, you best believe gonna... that's going to be an explicit day. Scissor me timbers, I can't wait. Let me take a look <coughs> at the calendar and make sure that I'm free oh for that. Oh my god. Um, anyway, so what do you guys been playing? Uh, I'll start. I'll right. start. We, I've we, been all, playing... we expect you to start, Will. Well, good. Then let's just make that a thing. I've been starting by playing a couple of different games. Actually, uh, this week has been a little bit light for me. I've had a lot on my plate in terms of work specific crap um but i have found time to play room in the night sky uh and if you guys haven't read my review of room in the night sky you might want to check it out it is not the worst game i have ever played oh come on it's it's pretty damn close and in fact it's it's like maybe a half step above 
the worst game that I've ever played, wow. which for the record was Sonic the Fighters based on the fact that I was required to play it and write an Excuse article about me, it I'm back in the day. Sure, like Sonic was like all the Sonics are so good. All of the Sonics except for Sonic the Fighters. I had such a bad time playing it. I just can't <laughs> even tell you how awful this game is. But Vroom in the Night Sky is really close. It's very bad. Um, I I managed to to power through, play the whole game, um, and I thought I was going to do just like a little quick uh, walkthrough video that showed like the first couple levels. Turns out I beat the whole game in 20 minutes. Wait, um, really? 20? 20 minutes. No, uh, I think you I said beat, 50. Nope. I oh played God. for 50 minutes, wow. and most of that I cut down because it's exposition and talking about it when I was doing my little like video playthrough and editing shit. But actual gameplay playthrough... Uh, 20 minutes for that's sure. crazy and you could speed that's, that's run usually, it in eight that's usually what a tutorial is yeah mm-hmm. I, oh that's what i was God. thinking and there were two levels that did not unlock for me uh for no matter what i did no matter how like many times i went over something um it didn't actually let me play the last two levels of the game so i got five out of a total seven completed and the last two are locked, and I can't open them, and I can't find anything, and I don't really care enough to look up a tutorial about what it is. So in my mind, that's incomplete. You know what I mean? So 20 minutes of gameplay for a $10 game, I think that's excessive, personally. Uh, and so I rated it pretty poorly on our, on our, on our site. Uh, and there's a video to go with it, so you guys can take a look at that and, and watch me get stuck and, uh, and, and have a hell of a time, literally. It's officially the lowest rated game on our website. Yeah. The, uh, right behind, right behind, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right behind Wander on PS4, because that game oh, was man. broken what did you as, What did you give Wander? I remember that. I think I gave it a two, because it was oh, so broken. I, I just kept falling handing... through geometry, getting stuck in the world. Yeah. This was a this was a one five for <laughs> just like pretend attempt at a game. I I don't even know how this got put on the on the eShop. I I'm sort of upset about it. Anyway, it's uh, wild so I played to that. me that like that has come to Switch and like so many other games, especially yeah. like indies that I like really really want to come to Switch. I know I sound like Antonio right now. But like, did it make it? No, but, but see, but you guys get like did. you guys. I feel like you guys are coming around because it's such a fucking awesome console for that it's kind of stuff. It's a great piece of hardware, but it, it is. is not the end all be all. For no, I never everything. said it was. But for indie stuff, especially for indies and taking stuff on like a trip, it's really great. It's Let me really tell you, great it is. I need more on it. I, I'm in this part of my life where I'm looking at it. I'm like. It's great and all, and I've got all the games that have come out so far for the most part. Not really. I need some more, but yeah. like, what else actually, can I purchase for it? Now that we're on this tangent, it? I actually do have a question for Antonio about um, taking your Switch on a plane. Shoot. Yeah. Um, for me, like, I've noticed basically like the one time that I've played my Switch in a car, um, I had it with the Joy-Cons taken out, and I noticed that sometimes the motion controls were like responding to some of the g-forces um of the car itself did you have any trouble with motion controls while you were on a plane uh, or at any point during your travels not really no it wasn't really that big of a deal for me <clears throat> fortunately is there an airplane mode that you can toss the switch into yeah but then you can't use the uh controllers on your lap and stuff like that like it has to be connected mm-hmm mm. But I just kept that in airplane mode because there's no cell service. so It's not like it's trying to do anything anyway. Yeah. Interesting. And it didn't like bend like we were seeing those heat sinks bend no, up I've, in the I've had, pressure I've had no capsule? Okay, great. 
Yeah, that's cool. crazy. Mine has been bending. Not I, I want to hear s- slightly more about that. Yeah, because still having. Like, as far as the internet goes, I haven't heard a single story about it since the, those initial reports. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for mine, it's not, like, crazy bad. It's not super, super noticeable, um, especially when it's in your hands. But, like, if you put it next to a ruler, it is bent, like, pretty much around where, like, the exhaust fan holes are on the top, like, around that area to the other end. Um, I can... Yeah, I can only imagine it's like a heat sink, like heat distribution yeah. problem or something. I mean, like it's got to be. I told myself that I was going to call Nintendo and just be like, "Hey, make a note of this, so that like if this mm-hmm. gets worse, I can like address it within my warranty." But I haven't done that yet. Um, but I am but going. I bet to be if doing you that. if you call them, they'll replace it for you. Yeah, but I don't want to send it in. Because you definitely risk losing all your game saves because that's yeah. happened to people. They I don't mean, always like, transfer them. I'll beat Zelda and then I'll talk to them about it. But I want to like document it. If we, here's the question I have about Zelda. Like you can't save multiple save files, right? If you start a new game on Zelda, it deletes your, your OG, OG save. Right. Is that right? You would have to create a new profile. That's terrifying to me. I don't know. I, I would be okay with it after I beat the game, but I also kind of feel like I'm interested in these DLCs. So I don't know. I, I don't have to send mine in. Yeah, but you don't that. know that these can. You don't know that these DLCs are continuations of said story. They they. Oh, could that's be true. A, they could be standalone. Journey. True. Yeah, they could stand alone. Who knows? Uh, we'll find out. Hopefully, at E3. We will find out. Uh, well, I've. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll tell you guys what the rest of them playing. Um, I have also been playing some Graceful Explosion Machine pretty yes. much nonstop. Um, my only mm-hmm. motivation in that game is to try to destroy Tristan's score, which you have been dutifully posting on every world that you pass, and I really appreciate that, Trist. That's because it does it almost... Well, I mean, it doesn't do it automatically, but it does... Like, you have to go out of your way to not post it. Basically. That's true. It's pretty hard to leave them alone. But I right. went back, and I, I'm starting to get, like, some S scores, and I'm really pleased about this. So, so now I'm going to have to go play and make sure that you can't beat my scores. Yeah, that's that's really all we have to do. It's just I'm gonna keep trying to like nuclear um, cold war you and and try to just up the stakes every single time. It'll be it's good. On. It's on. <laughs> like Donkey Kong. Um, online Donkey Kong. It's pretty good. I still love it. Um, it's a great little distraction. I kind of wish there were more uh, indie puzzlers, which is why I'm sort of interested in seeing this Mister Shifty game that came out. We can talk about that in a little bit. Um, I haven't picked it yeah, up yet, but I'm wondering. I wouldn't yeah, call that a puzzler. You guys keep saying more, more, more. I want more, And more, I get more. that, but you do understand that this system is a month old, right? I know. It's so young. It's so good. Tristan's dying for Tumbleseed. I'm dying I, for all that kinds looks really of stuff, cool too. when it comes, Tumbleseed it comes. looks really dope. I know. Tumbleseed's pretty good. I'm holding my breath for a couple different things. I'll mention it later. I've also been playing the Overwatch event Uprising. Have you guys been checking this out yet? I, I have. It's pretty all right. It's pretty good. It's the first kind of stab that Blizzard has taken at a uh, campaign level, almost. How does it? How does it differ yeah. from like the Halloween update? That remember when they did the Halloween yeah. thing? The Doctor. It's it's more of um, a course. Like yeah. there's still objectives in it. Um, so mm-hmm. basically, um, like you'll go through um, the King's Row map. Mm-hmm. You'll like fight a through to get to a point. A somewhat modified version of King's Row, but yeah. Yeah, 
you'll fight through to get to a point, guard that point, there's like a gauntlet, and then you have a payload. Um, so like it's a lot more objective-based versus like the Halloween thing was more of just like a Survive gauntlet, waves. like tower defense type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like so far... I still think that the Halloween one was my favorite so far, but I really, really enjoy the different stuff that you can do in this one. For me, like even at the harder difficulty levels, it's still so much of the same thing and it's like it's so long. Like I wish it was a lot shorter. I feel like one of my favorite things about is it like Overwatch ra- is, it is like how short long? those matches are. What was that, Tristan? Is it is it like raid long? Like uh, no, no, no. It's not uh, really long. I mean, it's maybe like 10, 15 minutes. But uh, even that is like really long for an Overwatch match, especially if like the rest of your teammates insta-lock and then you get stuck with one of the characters that you don't really like playing. Right. Yeah, so. I do enjoy the the preset match version, which is like play as the guests, play as the heroes that we've defined um, for you. That, I think, is yeah. almost better than playing as any hero because it's kind of hard to determine, like, uh, what what hero will be able to withstand that, especially based on team comp. Like, if everyone around you is like, I'm going Genji, Hanzo, and friggin' Lucio, there's really nothing you can do to support that, you know what I mean? Even if you're Reinhardt and trying really, like, using all of your ults all the time, it's yeah. it's difficult to support a comp like that, so I kind of have more fun when you're playing as the these are the forward you can play as personally. Yeah, I I wish that it there were was a little bit more variation though, and like I understand like story wise why it is those four people, like right. and it makes sense. I just it's wish it was like you have a choice of like eight people, but there's only four people, so that there's like diversity in your team compositions, like stuff like that. Um, yeah, I would agree. Like, I think that that would make it a lot more interesting and a lot more longer lasting. Like, this game mode has gone on for, like, a really long time, and, like, I'm bored with it. But if you were able to have a wider pool with still the same amount of players in each, like, that would make it way more interesting because you'll have different team compositions every time. I would agree. It would also be interesting to have them run a couple of these, like when they've made one or two more of these uh, objective-based maps based around the storyline. Um, I would enjoy having them put a playlist together where you can like cycle through the stories on whatever difficulty you choose. That'd be kind of a cool, like thing. Yeah, I think that they, um, like, I think that this is really successful. I'm not like. Yeah. I. I'm really, really enjoying it. I know I'm like being harsh about it, um, but I think yeah, that it, good. it was it's super, super smart um, of them to do it and have it be a limited thing. Um, yeah, I would love to see more of these and like, yeah, like oh man, like I the idea love... of like Overwatch PVE is very exciting oh, to yeah. me, and they just need to figure out how to do it right. I feel like they're getting really close, uh, but it's not quite there yet. I'm sure they're workshopping this all the time. That's the thing I love about Overwatch is there are a lot of different MOBAs uh, and games like that 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 are successful. And to me, Overwatch has been one of the most successful, probably tied with or trailing behind TF2, if only from like length of time that the game has been online. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> but the fact that they're constantly pumping out new content, constantly looking for ways to innovate and to listen to the player base, um, you can come up with cool stuff like this, and I still respect it. It's awesome. Definitely. So, been playing that. Uh, I also picked up... I, you guys don't really play on your Xboxes anymore. I... Uh, still do have my Xbox One. I'm looking at picking up my P uh, PS4 eventually. Thank you, Danny, for suggesting how to do this uh, without <laughs> breaking the bank. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> but I uh, I did an update to my Xbox, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this in the news. Probably it's not written down. But there was an Xbox update that just got patched and the, the, the new dashboard update the new dashboard update was one this is kind of like a supplemental after the new xbox update um did you guys did anybody update their xboxes i, I did, have but you i did? barely go on it funny thing erica asked me she thought i sold it she's like wait you still have your xbox that was today <laughs> you're like yeah <laughs> i was like yeah it's, it's sitting under the i just haven't turned it on in seven months but whatever pretty much anyway go ahead lol uh, so the, the new dashboard update came out and that was really cool and it downloaded fast. This new update was like, hey, I need to, I need to download like 500 megabytes, like no problem. That should take only a couple minutes, right? Like you're cool to do it now. And then it's like, hey, also in the future, if you want, I can just do this on my own whenever I'm getting shut down. Do you want to enable auto updates? Which I thought was kind of cool. But I didn't enable it right away because I wanted to have some control over like when I tell the computer that it's able to reboot. Anyway. Uh, and I did the update and it took fucking 15 minutes to Oof. update this Xbox. And I don't understand how it took so long, except for it downloaded this packet, then it do analyzed have, the whole disc and then it tried to implement it. On? No, I did. Uh, or, uh, I've, or I've, I, had I haven't like, had to wait for an update on my Xbox. In I know that ages, was the thing. It does it all for me. Normally, it's usually really quick. This is the first update. I've never had auto updates on because my, my Xbox is usually off and I do some weird stuff with my networking solution here. Um, but this is the first time I had to wait longer than friggin', I don't know, five minutes for an update to the Xbox in ever. It took so long. It downloaded the packet, then it analyzed the whole disk, and then it tried to figure out where it was going to fit, and then it implemented it, and then it was like, oh, now I'm verifying that the update went okay, and then it rebooted about three times, and then it was fine. But I just didn't know if you guys noticed this or whether it was my connection or my Xbox, but it was weird. And I was like, if this is the thing to come, I'm not happy about it. That's not an improvement. I, well, I mean, hey, if you think about it, mm. your, your Xbox is on the brink of being the third-gen Xbox One. It is true. It is true. So, I, you know, that could potentially be why. I, I mean, I get it. It's possible they're trying to patch it to be uh, similarly compatible or run some of the same stuff that the Elite will. And maybe oh, I was going to throw a out a, a planned obsolescence conspiracy. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, could be taking a bit of an Apple approach about making it not exactly purposefully slower, but giving it more bells and whistles than it's normally able to handle. And I, I think once Scorpio it. comes out, they have to do like a top Something. to bottom refresh of the whole UI to make it I run. So. I just hope, I hope they ditch the whole, Hey, we're trying to make this look like windows thing. Cause I really it's hate not, that. it's not use. It looks like vomit. 
on your screen and it just doesn't work. And my problem yeah. is all the ads they're trying to serve up all the time, right? All the time, right? right. And I'm already like, paying the, for Xbox Live, dude. I'm exactly. like, come on, let me opt out of this. Stop injecting it in my yeah. home screen. All these, these different guys, places. These guys get like fifty to a hundred dollars a year out of me for Xbox Live access, and I'm like, you still have the gall to inject ads? Obviously. Yeah. It doesn't piss me off to the point where I'm stopping to pay for it because here we are talking about it. But one day, maybe, <laughs> one day, maybe I'll make the switch. Maybe not. Um, all right. So all of that to say that I downloaded for free on Xbox Assassin's Creed Re- Revelations. Have you guys played this? Uh, no, not that one. Okay. Uh, it's it's sort of a weird lesser known one. That's one of where, the Assassin's Creed 2 trilogy, right? Yeah. It's Yeah. It's like... Desmond is broken, like his mind is shattered, and they put him in an animus in safe mode so that he can put his mind back together. I know. And he's in there, and he's like trying to put memories back together by reliving parts of his past. I literally booted this game up. I played it for about 20 minutes, and there was this one scene where you're following Altair, but you're the other guy, not Itzio, but the other dude, um from your past i don't know and you have a hang glider and you jump off a building and you just auto deploy this hang glider and you like glide over and i was so maybe it was because i've been playing such an amazingly smooth transition hang glider in breath of the wild but the second this blocky triangle looking awful garbage deployed on this display i was like yeah, that's about it for me, and I uninstalled it. <laughs> it's it's really funny so, how oh quickly how quickly playing Zelda can make I other like, I don't even, game mechanics seem antiquated. I, I was like, I don't even so care true. anymore to play this. I don't, I don't care. So I got rid of that, uh, and then I did today. Finally, wrapping up my how do I make all this time for these games? I really actually don't know. Uh, Kerbal Space Program. This was a light week for me. You guys know that. Kerbal Space Program I, I played today, and I, there's an episode tomorrow of just me dicking around in there and blowing some shit up. So if you guys want to check that out, it'll go live tomorrow at like 10. So, yeah, that's about it. Kerbal, Kerbal Space Program is still the best game, still the best simulator on the market, hands down. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Tris, what you been playing? Uh, What have I been playing? <laughs> yeah. Zelda still. All the Zelda. And... I, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm losing my patience for it. I got to beat the boss, and then I can say that it's done. But I'm, I'm at the part where I'm ready to wrap it up. Well, what, which I'm... part are you at? Are you? Did you finish the Divine Beasts? I did all the Divine Beasts, and I did all of the most of the side quests that I can, I care to finish, mm. and I did uh almost all of the shrines i'm just like running around looking for extra shrines so i can close that down and that's it got it yeah nice (laughs) i think i'm i'm like losing steam but i really really want to tristan when you finished the game Mm -hmm. you went back and like continued playing stuff right right yeah and you like felt motivated to do that i did i still do okay I think, I think I'm that gonna... I think that it it to me the adventure of that game is the best part. Like okay. facing then Ganon probably, is something yeah. that 
I, is one of the least memorable experiences of that game. It It is yeah. the weakest part of the story. It's still great, but it is not like the most memorable part of the story. It's not the most memorable part of the game. The most memorable part yeah. of the game is is venturing and finding new things and building my own story because that's the way the game is set yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 100%. I just found, and I, I think, Will, you might be in the same place from what it sounds like. Is like I have been... I still haven't beaten the fourth Divine Beast, and I've been, like, trying to find all the stuff, do all the shrines, like, be a completionist about it, but, like, it's taking away, like, the fun aspect, so I'm like, oh, you know what, like, I'm just going to beat the game and then come back to it, because I know I'm going to want to come back to it, probably. Yeah, I I can feel you. I I just want to wash my hands of it and be like, yes, this is complete. I want closure. (laughs) <laughs> i'm ready to be done i'm ready to put you away for a while I, I would honestly say if you're like if you're the kind of person that's already getting those feelings of boredom maybe beat ganon not, and walk away from it until the dlc comes out that way you don't completely burn yourself yeah, out that's what to the i was point thinking. where you don't want to continue yeah, yeah i was definitely feeling that and way I, it's definitely not boredom it's just like how how long can i search on a mountain for a shrine that will never appear right usually it's down underneath you right but yeah i know i know what you mean i spent way too long looking for stuff like hidden inside waterfalls and all sorts of other garbage so i don't know well and i really like i still have like more fashions to get so i might like try to get all the armor sets and then beat ganon because i want a lot of very specific things you have to do to get all of the like articles of closing in fact to me that feels more completionist than getting all of the shrines or anything else oh i have like three um full like menu swipes of armor like i think uh, i'm really close like I you think... probably are really close i'm about i'm i've got two like maybe one and a, one and three fourths full menus mm. i'll send you that's my how big my closet so is yes please please do man uh, not me i'm like half a closet full <laughs> and I have. Oh, I love coloring them. Has... I love like coordinating. I think I have like the bare minimum to get to each area. I don't think I've ever changed the color on any of my clothes in that game. What? Oh, I didn't do that either. It's so worth it. It's so I, good. I've like bought I like the... multiple yeah. sets of clothes so that I can like color coordinate things for like certain things, <laughs> like the Gerudo, like the. Yeah, the, the Lady Gerudo stuff. Like, I have like three versions of that because I like mixing and matching the colors. Solid. Anyway, Tris, you been playing anything else or? Uh oh, it's back to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, I think what, you were what, talking originally. What did you I say that before. I played? You said Zelda. you played Legend of Zelda nerd, and then you didn't say anything else. Oh right, because <laughs> you guys interrupted me and hijacked my. That's my right. That's the uh. One. I played a bunch of Mario Golf on my 3DS. How was like, that? It's good. It's one of my comfort <laughs> games. I feel like I go through phases where it's like I just go hardcore bonkers on that and then just do that over and over because it's awesome. It's a pretty good Mario sports are like all-time classic amazing yeah. games. I do not fault you in any way for that. Yeah. Um, I played some of the... Um, Battle Princess Madeline. There's a, a pre-alpha build for free on Steam, so I downloaded that and I played that for a while. Is Tell it, me about uh, it. What, what is it? 
It is awesome, first of all. It's it's a, basically a love letter to Ghosts and Goblins um, for the modern day. And the guy's making it because his daughter wanted to be in a video game. So he's like, okay, I'm going to put you in a video game. So he made a super badass, difficult platformer starring her. And it's really fun, um, except I, or as far as what I've played in the free demo is is concerned it's not super long but it's awesome and then that inspired me to go play his first game which was insanity blade uh which is kind of the same thing but not as you can tell that he's improved very much in his game making by playing both so uh that that uh, battle princess madeline is coming to switch which i'm super pumped for it's gonna be awesome nice yeah. Battle Princess Switch. Madeline. Oh, Madeline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you you can download the alpha on Steam right now, it's free. It's totally worth it. You should check it out. It has controller support built in. Does all kinds of cool stuff. Um, have I played cool. anything else? I've been stubbornly resisting buying the Disney Afternoon Collection because it's not on Switch and I want to play it on Switch. So instead, I'm just like, I'm not going to play it at all, which is really stupid. But I'm sure I'll cave and buy that soon, too. Yeah, you'll cave and buy it. See, here's the thing. I don't want to cave we and always, buy it. Yeah. And then, and then have them be like, Switch. oh, now it's coming to Switch. The definitive but, edition. Yeah. For $10 more. Yeah. The shitty thing about it is, um, like, even Digital Eclipse, the people that developed it, they're like, well, we don't have any control over the SKUs. And for the record, we love the Switch and we want to do stuff on it. So if you want this game on it, go talk to Capcom. So it's like totally Capcom is the only reason that that game is not on Switch right now. And it's kind of frustrating. Because those games are all originally Nintendo games. And I I guarantee you a large percentage of the fan base that would play that are Nintendo fans. So why why be butts, you know? (laughs) Why you be butts? Right. I hear that. I I hear that. Uh, I played a little bit of the Elite Dangerous update. I didn't get to do any How of the multi crew. I, I didn't get to know about this. Yeah, I didn't get to do any of the multi crew stuff because I couldn't get any people to play with me that were that I know. I you play on PC though, and you've got like a nice rig. I, I mm-hmm. have the I have the Xbox version and. I don't know. I, I only have the controller to. Uh, to I've actually been playing the controller late, lately. It's it's the the controls for that game on the controller are very well optimized. So yeah, sometimes it's it beats plugging in my joysticks and reprogramming everything every time and spending a half hour dicking around before I feel comfortable piloting. But when you do that, <laughs> it, you feel like a badass. So. It's definitely worth doing that to prep. Yeah. Before uh, it, they added out. a bunch of cool stuff, like like floating asteroid bases to land on and stuff like that. Um, but the biggest thing is the multi crew support, which I haven't really gotten to do yet, other than you get to create a character, like what your character looks like. So that's cool. Right. Um, the general I mean, consensus nice. from what I've been reading is like people are like, yeah, it's cool, but it doesn't really add much for the game. And if you're not the pilot, then it gets a little boring. But it's still pretty novel that that's something that people have been asking for for a while, so it's it's cool. It doesn't really affect any of the gameplay, right? It's all cosmetic. 
uh, the multi-crew stuff does because everybody has a different position and different responsibilities for the ship. So that's kind of that's kind of dope. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, it's that. pretty cool. It's do you have to buy the ship, or do you are you able to like get a multi-crew ship right out of the gate uh, if you to start with one? Because like some games will make you upgrade, you know, and like right. oh, you got to sell your base cruiser, and you haven't done enough. If it was if it was a sh- if you have a ship in your inventory that had more than one seat to begin with, like mm. say you have the Adder, yeah, which has two seat cockpit, it will automatically work. You don't have to okay. go buy a special multi-crew ship, but. I don't know if they make that more available at the beginning because of that. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't start a new file. I just loaded my. I thought the is that the starter ship, the Adder. Is that the starter ship? No, the starter ship's the Sidewinder. The yeah, Adder is like say, the Sidewinder big has space like bus. The teeny little. Yeah, uh, that's like a well, that's definitely a one man because it's a fighter yeah. ship. So it's it's only a one man cockpit. But, it's a death uh, trap. Judging by how often I explode in that thing, yes. Yeah, combat <laughs> in that game is not simple. No, no, it is not. Yeah. Uh, all right cool. Cool, cool, cool uh i don't know i've been watching a lot of the new mystery science theater 3000 so that's taken up a lot of my time yeah it's so good i know that this it's, is not exactly what our podcast is built for but holy shit i can't stop watching uh, it i'm gonna take a minute to say if you have netflix watch that because it's amazing and it's just as good as when i used to watch it every saturday on sci-fi yeah if they're they're like making strides to really bring back the charm of that show. It's absolutely worth watching. For sure. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, Tones. Well, I was on vacation for the past week, so I didn't play a whole lot of anything. Um, oh, right. You got to escape the city. Yeah, I did. It was nice. I played a little bit of Zelda. Um, you know, still, still loving that game. Um, did not finish yet. Just kind of messing around, going here and there. Have you got uh, all your divine beasts? How about the last one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in Goron City. Um, yeah. I. Oh, I funnily, love that one. Funny enough, got there. Yeah, I got there last. I feel like I was supposed to get there much sooner in the game. Yeah. But um, yeah, just got there. Got all the armor that I need, so I don't, you know, light up into a burst of flames. Um, what else? Oh, I finished Kamiko. Uh, and that's that newest yeah in 59 minutes and 58 seconds that's pretty fast but yeah. it's only five dollar game so yeah, it's a five dollar game i guess that's um and exciting. then and then the thing is you could play as the other two character types uh which offer different kinds of combat mm. so uh great game though um that's actually coming to the west so we'll touch on that in a bit um what else what else oh i played a little bit of wonder boy how um, is that also uh, well, again, by a little bit, I mean like a very little bit, like 15 minutes or so. Oh, is um, that what you were posting around on, on Twitch today? Yeah, when I was trying to test the encoding. Uh, I like it so far. It's really cool. You could switch back and forth between retro sound and uh, visuals on the fly. I saw that. Um, or you can keep the newest, like completely redone cartoon style like graphics and keep the retro sound if you want. You can do retro music. And retro sound effects or just retro sound effects and have the new sound. Like, they give you some customization options there, which is pretty cool. Um, I liked it so far, though. I thought it was an interesting twist how you change different characters with different abilities and different amounts of health and stuff. I never played the original. Um, So I'm actually really excited to dive into that. Um, Today, I, I missed VR, so I hopped in and played a little bit of the playroom. Uh, nice. 
Yeah, to this. How is it? It's good. Uh, it's you know, it's the free, the free uh, Playroom VR, um, which has a couple mini games. To this day, one of my favorites games, experiences, whatever you want to call it, is still Robot Run, a uh, Robot Rescue, mm-hmm. which is uh, Mario esque style, you know, platformer. Um, but being in 3D space and having a view, kind of like a towering god almost, uh, is pretty cool and pretty interesting. Uh, I put up a the a stream of it. It's like 13 minutes to get through the stage. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that bums me out is it's a single stage. Um, I would love a full-fledged game of that. Um, I mean, that was uh, they really were designing like how do we sell people on the coolness of yeah. VR. And the play uh, the playroom has a couple other really cool yeah. uh, mini games as well. Um, I would I think there's like five or six, and probably four of them you need at least two or more people to play. Because one person, for example, there's a game where you're the monster and you're in the VR headset and you're terrorizing a town, and then up to four other people can play on the screen, um, and they try and like you know take you out because of the military and stuff. Mm. So there's some cool stuff there. There's like a ghost, like a mansion. Um, and you get to, I think the guy in the VR headset gets to be, uh, pretty much like a ghostbuster and the other people try and, you know, scare him and spook him. So there's some cool stuff. Two I just, spooks. yeah, I just really want, I just really want robot rescue to be its own full game. Remember, um, remember when the Wii U came out <clears throat> and then on Nintendo land, they had that Luigi's mansion mini game where a bunch of people were ghosts Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of people were ghosts, and Luigi had to like hunt them, and they had to try and scare him. Oh, that was so good. I remember that. I liked the ninja throwing star, the throwing star one too with the ninjas. Mm-hmm. That was kind of neat. The whole game was um, pretty cool. It wasn't Wii Sports cool, but it was cool oh, for no. what it was. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> decent. Um, and I also played because it's on sale for fifteen bucks. I picked up Tethered, which is like a real time strategy game. Um, in VR, and that game is actually pretty cool too. Um, so you play as a god, and you hop from cloud to cloud, and you have these little creatures called peeps uh, that fall down from the sky, and you have to hatch them. And are they uh, made of marshmallow and sprinkled in sugar? No, they're kind of kind of creepy looking, actually, uh, like little troll yeah. people. Uh, but the game itself is actually really cool. There's a demo. Uh, I suggest you know pick up the demo in VR, see what you think. Um, I also grabbed Cat Lateral Damage because I thought it would be. <laughs> oh my god! It's a I pretty love great Cat game. Lateral damage. So yes, it is a great game, but in VR, kind of sucks. Um, mm, really? I could yeah. See that. Because well, here's the thing. So you have each move controller is your paw, which sounds awesome, right? Yeah. However, the way that you move is by teleportation, which just I hate teleportation in VR. Oh, that's yeah. me. Like I, only because yeah, that's not as much fun as when you're not. Okay, yeah, because when you're in the main game, you like get to run around and crawl. Yeah, and stuff when and, I like, when bash I bash shit out of the way. Right when I first started the game, it didn't pick up that I had the VR headset on for some reason. So I mm. played it normally, uh, just in cinema mode, and it was a lot of fun. So I uh, exited out of the game, hopped back in. It recognized my headset. I popped into VR, tried it out for a couple minutes in VR mode, and I was like, I don't like this. Um, but I do agree. Cat Light All Damage is actually really fun. Uh, I would just play it normal. I wouldn't pick it up for VR, honestly. Mm. That's just my yeah, opinion. That's, that's fair. So that's that's pretty much all I played so far. Uh, noise. Yep. Danny? Um, for me, I mean, Zelda 
That's really the biggest one. Um, literally, while we're on the podcast, uh, I just bought Graceful Explosion Machine. So Dude, yeah. I will be yeah. show. So good. Oh. Um, uh, Kamiko comes to Kamiko comes to America next week. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely going to be getting that. It's five only five dollars. I'm for sure going to get it. For sure going to get it. It is um, a must buy. And Mario Kart Eight comes out, but that's a harder sell because it's yeah. expensive. That that's is not a hard sell. What are you talking about? I'm still gonna get it. Wait, why I'm is that for a hard sure sell? gonna get it? That that's is... like that's an amazing deal. All that I DLC. Know I know it's gonna come out, and I know I'm gonna buy it. I'm just saying right now. Get it on you know. people with Amazon Prime. You can pre-order it for forty-seven bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, and then lick your cartridge. Um, <laughs> oh, can I tell you something wait. funny about that? Quick. <laughs> yeah, please. So. <laughs> today uh no the other day there was a patch that came out for bomberman uh which i'll get into in a minute basically it's a free content but it also takes the game from 30 to 60 frames a second which is pretty impressive feat in my opinion um, for just a patch in the whole game itself yeah. to 60 yeah actually pretty, pretty impressive good. yeah solid 60 so kudos to uh to uh capcom for that anyway um or konami rather my bad Anyway, huh. so huh. so uh, <laughs> I was switching the games, and I instinctively took the Zelda car out, stuck it in my mouth, you know, like like you do, uh, oh, and then I put no. I put the bomber I put the Bomberman game in, but where it was at, like on my lips, like I didn't taste it until a couple of minutes later, and I was like, oh fuck, this is nasty, oh, <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway, uh, so I thought it was funny because it's something that you just you know instinctively you instinctively do. do, and don't do that with a oh. Switch card. It's so gross. So I like bad. that they, they put this stuff on there like purposely to keep people from putting it in his mouth. And all it has done is triple the amount of people who put that stuff in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never put principle. a cartridge in my mouth. And now I can say I've put many cartridges in my mouth. Whoa. <laughs> I just had to share that because it was funny. Anyway. Yeah, that's no, that's good. great. What were you playing, Danny? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, honestly, like mostly Zelda. Um, a little bit of Overwatch. Um, to check out the new stuff. For sure. Them um, loot boxes, though. What else? What'd you say? Them loot boxes. I know. Though. I like... I do not feel pressured to buy loot boxes for this one. Yeah, I will agree the with skins you. This round, I don't care as much. Yeah, the skins are not as good. They're interesting, and if I get them, I'm going to wear them. But... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm but not I'm not... Them. I'm not... Uh, yeah, I'm not going crazy about it, so... Not like uh, Halloween, I went crazy. Oh, my God. But that's God. because... Witch Mercy is unbelievably it's my bae. good. It's so good. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Um, I actually have been playing on the train a mobile game that I really, really enjoy. Um, and it's called You Must Build a Boat. Have you guys played that at all? Or, I've or heard, heard of this. I've never played it. It's super, mm-hmm. super good. Um, it's like a pixel. Um, endless runner but matching game so like you are your character is running um, like left to right side scrolling and like you'll end up running into a monster and you'll have to defeat it and the way that you do that is by matching the tiles like on the entire rest of the screen Um, and so like it's your like standard Candy Crush-esque matching game where like you'll match together like three magic wands so then you do like a fire attack like a magic attack or you'll um put together shields and you'll get a shield um 
maybe you run into a chest and you have to match together um, three different uh, keys tiles so that you can actually unlock the chest. And if it takes you too long to do those things, then you will end the level. So like you go as far as you possibly can in a particular level until like you're just not fast enough. Um, it's really fucking good. Um, and like you collect gold and you can upgrade your stuff and you can collect people. It's really fun. And huh. I've been playing it a lot and you can play it offline. Which is like you have to have that for what's it, what's it called commutes. Again? Build a boat. Um, it's called you must build a boat. You must build a boat. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Build. Um, it's like when it's uh, it's available for iOS for sure. I don't know if it's available for Android. I would think so. Um, but like I think if you just search hashtag I think it's in VR, isn't it? Y-M-B-A-B. App Store Best of 2015. Huh. Look at that. Yeah, I see it here. Interesting. Hmm. It's really good. I would definitely recommend it. I it's what like two bucks. Two ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Get it. It's really really good. It's a universal app. So those of you who have iPod touches, iPhones, iPads, it's one purchase works on all. Cool. Huh. All right. Cool. So well, all right. Uh, what's in the news? So <laughs> it has been a rather light week. Uh, like I said before you, uh, to the listeners, I was on vacation, so I wasn't really, you know, reading up on news as much uh, as I usually do throughout the week, um, you know, as I try and round up everything to put in the recap. Uh, and I told everyone, I was like, hey, guys, if you run into any news, put it in the note. And I guess there wasn't a whole hell of a lot going on. So I managed to scour and find a couple things, but um, not a lot. So in the world of PlayStation, uh, Sony's PS4 Slim will get upgraded to a terabyte, uh, just like in Europe. And the price is going to remain $299. Uh, you'll be able to find those in store shelves sometime this month. No set date. But uh, here's the thing. At that point, if you uh, want to get... Like, if you're getting a new console, you can find the PS4 Pro for 350 So if you have a 4K TV or think you're going to get one... Or you want to future proof yourself more? Maybe you want to go the pro route for fifty bucks more. Uh, if you don't have think a, about. a 4K TV or plan on it, though, I don't know that it's worth the upgrade. No, I mean, if you're if you have a PSVR, some games look better. Uh, some games look better on your 1080p TV, but uh, I'd have to pretty much agree and say that you definitely it's not something that you need. You could spend that fifty bucks on a game or you know whatever. Right. And this is coming from somebody who's bought 3DSs almost every year of his adult life. So, you bought 3DSs every single year, dude. I have so many 3DSs. I, you mean, I, I believe it. I just so am stupid. Sort of surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the world of Xbox, the only thing I had was Halo Wars Definitive Edition is now available for purchase on Xbox One, Windows 10, and Steam. Saw that. Um, I'll I'll put it this way. I have the new 3DS right now, and it's the perfect iteration of that console. And every time I walk into the Nintendo store and see that Pikachu 3DS XL they have there, mm -hmm. I have to, like, talk myself down from buying it. You don't... Yeah, you don't need it. That's not a thing you need. I do, though. Do you? It's the only 3DS XL with the full-colored buttons. 
Couldn't you like paint them? That's didn't we see <laughs> didn't we see a whole like take apart guide on how to paint for the joy cons? Yeah, that's joy yeah, not paint them. You could just replace them. Yeah, like swap the buttons out because they're all. I'm still tempted to do that. As NES color buttons, totally void that warranty. But it it's a totally joy. It's, it. it's a goddamn joy con. Who cares? But those Moving were like on. ninety bucks for uh, two. It's not nothing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not, not nothing. It, it's not like I haven't torn apart technology for a living or anything. Anyway, Nintendo news. You've Sorry, torn apart. You've what torn was apart. That last screech modular from there. <laughs> you sounded like I mean, a dying goat. I'm so sorry. It's pretty much the same stuff. So, as far as Nintendo news, um, McDonald's yeah. partnered with Nintendo, and they're giving away a hundred Mario Kart 8 Switch bundles in the U.S. For I mean, real, real. For Not real, for real. Play? For real, real. Um, I mean, your odds of getting one are super, super slim, and Plus, it'll just be just as high as winning the like, McDizzles. I mean, that's, uh, that's like, a punishment. Yeah, the odds of getting one are super, super slim, and it'll just <laughs> make you super, super fat or dead. Or so, probably don't want to do that. Yeah. Look elsewhere, and you can tell uh, I'm not fans of McDizzles. Look elsewhere and eat elsewhere and treat your body good. Mm. Treat yourself. Wait, can I talk I, about I ate that a whole bag of cheeses today. By the way, just buy it. I had five slices of cake today, but oh, that's right. also You're a pig. That is too. so much cake. It's wow. actually, it was for a task and not just because I'm a glutton and hate myself. It's more because I had to taste cakes so I made a for cake. my wedding coming up. I, so. made a, I made a cake for Erica's birthday because her birthday falls on St. Patrick's Day. But I do feel like. And it was a really big, like, was 9 by 13 or whatever, something like that. Really big single layer cake. And I put the. Can you describe how big it was again? For it me? was huge. Oh, it was so big. And I put the uh, green frosting on. And she doesn't really like sweets. So she had a slice. And I ate the rest for like breakfast and wow. snack. <laughs> oh my and God. I, I shit solid green. I poop can believe. For like two weeks. It was, oh, it was amazing. It that's was just disgusting. Super, and now oh I can't God. unknow that about super you. Super green shit. <laughs> anyway, rest of the <laughs> Nintendo news. Uh, so uh, I'm probably going to say his name wrong. Nicalis, the company, the devs behind the binding of Isaac, has been have been teasing a amiibo. So an amiibo of Isaac, or yeah. of like one of the horrors from the dungeons. No, an amiibo of Isaac. Because um, I mean, that's kind of cool. I no release. A... They tweeted it, a photo of it. No release date. No anything like that. They just said, "Hey, we hear that you would love to have one of these." And what makes that interesting is, as far as I'm aware that would only be the second third party amiibo thus far the first being shovel knight of course well shovel knight's dope so that could be cool uh fans of mario kart 8 who loathe a controversial technique known as fire hopping can rest easy as the method has not made it to the switch version of the game no i mean good (laughs) Uh, i personally once I found out that, that that mechanic existed, it really turned me off uh, yeah. multiplayer because I just it's didn't have any desire to compete with it. that kind of bullshit. Yeah. I, it's not that I... Like, it's pretty easy to do, but it just puts a level of concentration into that game that it's not worth it. I don't want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I don't care. I don't care about, like, turbo drifting and stuff. But no, it's supposed to be a fun, fast arcade. Turbo racer. drifting is dope. Turbo right. drifting is like the coolest thing. I just I don't have any desire like to to have it be like oh I'm gonna take advantage of this exploit to 
beat the competition online. So I'm glad when you were playing with your friends back in the day and they would hop off Rainbow Road and land all the way at the other end of the map. Oh my god. And you'd be so goddamn mad. I hated that. They'd be like, it's a legitimate strategy though. Uh, And then you would rage quit, turn it off. (laughs) Yeah. So fire hopping is not a thing now. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're a Minecraft fan on Wii U and you're thinking of getting a Switch, fear not. Uh, about losing your world progress and your creations. on specific console, though, but I'll let you finish. Well, yeah, Wii U to Switch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I said if you're on Wii U. Oh, Will, you need to fucking listen. I thought you said if you're a Minecraft fan and you're interested in the Switch. Are you wearing your damn goggles right now? Your goggles Mm -hmm. on too tight? They're cutting off circulation of your brain again? Is that what's going on? They're not on, but maybe I should put them on. Do you have onset dementia? Is that what's going on, Will? You know what would be really depressing, Trony, is if I did, and then you fucking feel bad about this later. I would, but you'd forget I would, but you'd forget about it. Trony, brony. You'd forget about it, and all will be well. Uh, So. Like a goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) A goldfish with goggles. My little goldfish, Will. Oh, my God. I hate you both. My little goldfish, my little goldfish. You're uninvited. Okay, so. It's, a, it, it's also been confirmed that the Switch version of Minecraft is going to run at 60 frames a second, and the worlds are going to be three and a half times larger than the Wii U, but not quite as large as PS4 and Xbox One. And for sure not anywhere near as big as PC. Well, PC is like infinite forever. Yeah. 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 Well, you still do have the Far Lands, but it takes a long time to get there. Like years. Like um, years. I have another Mario Kart tidbit. Tell, Tell me. me about the Mario tids. In the online lobbies. Freezing. You can swap out your car um, and customization stuff in the lobby. As Final. opposed oh, to nice. in, in Mario Kart Wii U, you had to disband the whole party and redo yep. it, which was, oh, that was, was kind of so shitty. That was so dumb. That's yeah. so exciting. <clears throat> I like that they never patched that in either. Like It's something I, that you very easily could patch in. I do wish that they... I say that s- like I code. I don't code. So I, I do wish they had some sort of implementation of voice chat when this game comes out. But obviously that's not yeah. here yet, so I'm hoping that it's it doesn't just miss this entirely when it does come out. I yeah, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, we can put up. We can get on the stream and then like blast it. That's the thing. Over. In order to voice chat with my friends, it's like okay, I'll hop on Discord. Let me start this Xbox Live party, and then we all get in there and touch our Xbox controller every five minutes so that it doesn't disconnect. <laughs> wow, that sounds really shitty. That sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. That's what we do when we play Mario Golf. We'll just get in an Xbox party and then just have to keep smacking, smacking my joystick. Discord. You can yeah. Discord with your because phone. They're wow, not, the way that you phrased that was unfortunate. <laughs> they're not like, like super it. computer savvy, so they don't have you know they don't sit in front of their computers like we do, and you know they, mm. like for they they are that demographic where the Xbox is the most co- it's, it's it's the most reasonable and makes most sense. Mm-hmm. Solution, what, which not is even why their phone, like, Appified, you could do bro. like a Skype thing. Even he's gonna tell us they're on Razor, like flip phones from the nineties. Oh, Who wants to Skype? or a Nokia no, potato? One of them actually did just get on a smartphone. So, wow, yeah, yeah. welcome to the twenty first century. Now they can text dude. in T nine instead of. Listen, standard key. You, you criticize that all you want, but the older I get and the more I have to use it, the more I get sick of having a smartphone. 
All right, Papa. All right, Grant. We can have an old person off in a minute if you want, but it doesn't have to have it now. Wow. We'll talk about all the all the things that make us cranky about today's youth. I mean, speaking of old things. So, Kamiko Kamiko's oh, coming to the eShop in North America for five dollars. <laughs> Fuck you, Tristan. <laughs> uh, and the the MPD revealed Switch is the fastest selling console for Nintendo, yeah. and the second fastest selling console overall since the company started tracking the games industry back in 1995. I, I mean, that's not actually not surprising to me because the Switch has been such an amazing launch. I mean. Even the N64 was probably up there with this, and then they sort of went downhill after GameCube. Yeah. So they really needed a victory. So, I mean, indus- they really did, so. industry news. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Blizzard has changed the way ties work in Overwatch after receiving a tremendous amount of feedback from the game's oh. community. Yes. Now, one team needs to make a minimum of 33% progress over the other Yay. in order to yes. be we the winner. We talked about this. Yes, Yay. we did. Uh, they also have made Boostio changes, and now you can see where uh, the ring of impact. Right. Yeah. He has like Boostio an AO. Is. He has like an AOE ring. Around. Yeah. yeah. It's it actually is smaller than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I guess. Wait. Did they thought, did they also alter it? Because it. Was I pretty... don't. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember seeing it before this update, um, mm-hmm. and now I see it all the time through the walls on everybody. Um, and it, it strikes me that I'm getting, like, I have to be a lot closer to my party mates now right. to get them to Boostio. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt like I had a much bigger range of audio impact, but I, I feel like they shrunk that radius down. Mm-hmm. I could be well, wrong. I'll look it up later. I thought, you're talking about just, like, pump it up. Sorry, hard segue. Like, pump, pump, pump. Yeah, pump, pump it up. But uh, they, you I, don't I ever. I thought it used to be just line of sight. It is, no. and it was line of sight, but there was a range to the line of sight. Now they have physically defined the range with a okay. light ring, and the got light it. ring is yellow or green depending on what you're on. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Whether it's healing um, or speed boost. Exactly, and cool. then you you still have the the number in the middle of your screen saying how many people you're impacting, but mm. um, it doesn't expand the ring if you pump it up. It just is a stronger impact within the same radius style, yeah. and I feel like that's different too. I don't know. It's a little different. Anyway. Back to what we're talking about. It Boostio feels nerfed. <laughs> well, maybe it's just one of those things where like you can finally see behind the curtain and it's like Yeah. It's not it's a wizard after this. all. It's exactly. just lame. It's just math mm. and now that you can see it. <laughs> it's just math. It's a circle of math. It is simple geometry here on the Overwatch field. Uh, now I feel like, uh, Tronbon, you had something you wanted to, to bring up at the last second. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Okay. All right. Cool. Dope. Uh, is there anything else left in the news, dudes? Uh, a couple things. Uh, Bandai, Bandai Namco filed the trademark for Pac-Man Maker. Uh, of all so, the makers in this world that I want, that, Pac-Man is definitely at the top Pac-Man. of that Pac-Man. Huh? Uh, the original StarCraft has gone completely free to play. Oh, no microtransactions or anything. Um, cool. That's cool. Now so everybody. They also have. I'm can... oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna make a joke about South Korea being really good at the game. They are oh. always the best at the game. This is a South Korea game, is what it is, entirely. There's like a. I might have to Google this so that I'm like 
actually saying the truth, but I'm pretty sure there's like a StarCraft like new thing, like a refresh. There is. There's a remaster coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna be you're gonna be able to play the OG with like the OG like look with that remaster, and yeah. it's gonna be seamless. In the new, it's in the new engine. Cool. Can I? Um, I know we're still we have like two things left of news, but can I quickly just put on the table that Battlefront Two trailer dropped since last week? Mm. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't at any point of the trailer mention Galactic Conquest, so don't. Waste I your time. know. Oh God, are you kidding me? I know. They didn't learn but their fucking lesson. They didn't, and I'm mad about it. But I will admit, and I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to define it for everybody. I am not going to pre-order it. I'm promising wow. you this. I will not pre-order it because there is no Galactic Conquest, and I swore this before. I will not pre-order it. But it looks <laughs> it looks so good. Does it look good? Does it look good? Does it look good from? Looked like it would be really good too from the trailer. Right. Right. Are you are you saying it looks good from a standpoint of this looks like a good shooter game or, oh my god, my my Star Wars fanboy is creaming his jeans right now. For sure, the second one. For sure, the second one. Not (laughs) even a little bit about the shooter part. But it has a standalone campaign and it has space battles now because now they're teasing us with it. And then what they're going to do is be like, well, the second one didn't have it, but the third one has Galactic Conquest. And then everyone's going to be like, and freak yeah, out. Right. By that yeah. time. Or just... they'll make it like a paid DLC. I probably would I, pay for that. I would pay DLC. for that. That dude. was the only part that. of the game that I played. Dude, I put Battlefront 2 was a great game. I love Battlefront 2. Like the the OG Battlefront 2 was a great game. Yes. And and. If you played it, if you first off, if you guys out there haven't played Battlefront 2, you can technically buy it on Steam, um, but I don't know that I would recommend it at this point, if only for the sake of there are no servers hosting multiplayer. Um, but if you don't actually give a shit about that and you want to try it out for Galactic Conquest, it's like $5. You should definitely check this out. Um, but all of that aside, Galactic Conquest is where that game excelled. And we keep talking about it because of how good it is. The brief overview, the briefest of overviews, you start off as either the Empire or the Rebellion. That's it. You just you pick a side. You're either Stormtroopers or Rebels. And then you start on like this battlefield of different planets. So there's like 25 planets between your faction and their faction. And you just take a planet and battle and take a planet and battle and take a space base and battle and take another planet. And as you, like, move your forces through the field, you ultimately capture the final base and, like, destroy them. It's like, And it is so goddamn rewarding. It's like if Star Wars was a third-person shooter version of Risk. Yeah, and you know what? The thing about it is, I think the reason they might be shying away from this on uh, Battlefront 2, the new one, uh, new 2, I guess, whatever we're going to call the nickname for it, is probably because it's difficult to manage a huge number of differing multiplayer games where you have progress, you know, like multiplayer so games me, are currently not it. based Single around player, that. Dude. I know, but the way the game goes is it's really only challenging and fun if you actually have other players in it. So my question is, I played so say, much, I played so much original battlefield two by myself. And you, but you, but you really, I know, but could you, if you're the devs, couldn't you theoretically make a game mode that random tosses you into world maps and it doesn't give you necessarily the dictatorship overview where you're looking at the battle, but it says you are marching to victory. And like every time you win, you get to progress to the next, uh, the next like 
I guess, that, randomized planet match. And if that, you lose the match, it tosses you back a planet. At that point, it's, it's so hard to remain engaged in your own campaign, though, because you have to stay in the same galactic conquest until it's done, or else... Or, I mean, you would, theoretically, you could, I mean, it wouldn't be difficult for you to say, let's take a pause on that, and it, and it, like, shows your progress. You have won nine out of ten matches, you know what I mean? Like, right. the way Overwatch gives you, like, win-loss ratios, it's not hard to track that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think they could do it, and they could make it look pretty, and it wouldn't be the same, and I would still be upset about it, but it would be close enough that you could hit all of the tick boxes for the, most of the fans. At the end of the day, if you think about it from a single player aspect though, it makes perfect sense because that they're leaving it out in in the battlefield. No, it, it makes perfect sense that it should be there because Oh yeah. In the original Battlefront 2, the better you did in Galactic Conquest, the more money you got to spend on bonuses. Yeah. And that's the that's perfect true. opportunity for microtransactions and EA loves microtransactions. They so do. In fact, you just saying this right now is giving somebody like a huge boner at ea they're like oh my god galactic oh conquest god. right now oh my god make that <laughs> how do we not think about this uh, actually sir we brought it up like 400 times in the last 50 meetings yeah. he's like you're fired but we're doing it that's uh, exactly how that's gonna go yeah for sure <laughs> anyway sorry for the tangent but I, I thought it was necessary that we address this that we're we're in agreement though it looks good but we're not going to pre-order this it looks good as a Star Wars fan, as a shooter fan, yeah. And and mm. we're going to encourage our fans out there to also not pre-order this. You I should mean, not. Do whatever I, you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. Don't I'm going this. to stand on a soapbox and say, "Don't pre-order." You know what happens when you pre-order? It encourages you get screwed. future shit. I have no problem supporting certain game pre-orders, but it, right there are things I that want, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I want to promise that will actually be upheld, and I've been hurt too many times from EA to trust them. So I'm right. I'm taking a stand. I'm not doing so it. instead, I'm going to pre-order Destiny 2. Although we are sort of in the games journalist world, which is difficult to make that decision because we sort of have to play it to review it to let people know what we think about it. So Is that going to be your loophole to giving in to pre-ordering it? I don't know. Don't pressure uh, me. Uh, I would say uh, on the flip side of that, being in the business of being critical of, of games that would encourage you to not pre-order and to not give that kind of bias to those studios and devs by giving them their money before the product deserves it. That's also fair. You've got a good point there. That's true. Double-edged blade, Tris. I like what you're bringing to the table. Laying it down. Also in news. Tris is method. all business all the time. Activision all confirms what... Call of Duty World War Two exists, and they're going Fucking, to have a... Okay. Listen, not a big deal to you guys or to me, really, but to a lot of people... That's, like, way more exciting Call of than, Duty, like, Advanced Warfare 24. Yeah, exactly. A, it's, it's exciting to a lot of Call of Duty fans, and B, it's exciting to a lot of people who are already exhausted at the idea of future warfare shooters, because that's all there is now, so... I have a small question yeah. about the morality of including a game that is about people who are still alive and fought mm -hmm. in it mm -hmm. and have probably had issues adapting to normal life after going through something like that. 
I mean, does anybody feel similarly or no? Um, I, can, I, mean, I don't think it's any different than about it. They yeah, have, I don't, there's, there's already movies and stuff. There's about already it. Yeah, so books. much media about yeah. much worse than. No, I, well, I don't want to say much worse than World War II I, because that's really I, I bad. I agree, but. But at that most point, of those I would say these are like documentary based and like try to show the horror of war. And I feel like in video game format, even though like it's a game, like I, I think you have to draw. I, I I think yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think you have to draw a line in the sand of where you stand. Is is this glorifying or is this an artistic representation of that story? And I I yeah. I am I am a firm believer that video games don't glorify that stuff. They are yeah, they are I, I an artistic expression. So and, and at that point, you have to ask yourself. You know, is something like modern warfare just as bad because of people that have, you know, PTSD? Is is something like Spec Ops the Line just as bad because of the decisions that you have to make in that game? Is Actually, the I would say Spec Vietnam... Ops is probably closer to the artistic side because of the fact that it makes it so horrible for the player to make decisions yeah. like that. Well, I'm just, I'm I mean, just I saying think... there, there I are people that there though, are people that theoretically have been in situations that are that could potentially be similar to that. So. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't know. That, that's a. I'm obviously not a psychologist, and I don't have the concrete answer to that. But personally, I, I don't think. I don't think that. If you're if you're going to be offended by that medium, there's so many other mediums that have the same kind of content. Yeah, you know why? And, and that's why kind would, of like even within video games, there there is a saturation of things that happened during World War II, right. like, and having that as your backdrop for a game. So, mm. like, if you look at Wolfenstein, right? Like, mm-hmm. all <laughs> of those games are I mean, Nazi, yeah. World War II uh, era, yeah. like, um, and, and... And also, it can also be used as a cool educational tool or an nostalgia. Like, when Call of Duty World at War came out, there is a an air combat level in that game where you f- fly amazing. as a, uh, a real air squadron in that game that was real in history. Turns mm-hmm. out that my grandfather flew in that at one point in time. So when we told him really? about that, yeah, when we told him about that, it was like, holy shit, that's cool. I want to see what that's like. And it was like, it was, a, it was a cool, you know, not like stroll down memory lane because it's fucking war, but holy shit that's kind of an honor that that that's there you know yeah that's pretty cool i didn't know that yeah that was a fun little bit of family trivia there for you yeah i think the only thing yeah. that ever bothered me in any of those games was the um i forget which call of duty it was but the one where you went undercover i want to say is a russian Black Ops. And, oh, yeah. The friggin', with the you know airport. What I'm t- I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Which you could skip. Remember, no, no Russian. Russian. No Russian. Yeah. 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 Man, and, that that gave me a a weird feeling after playing it. The shitty um, thing was is that all exists, and all of the ones that did try to do that, like in Modern Warfare Three, there was this whole thing where a WMD goes off, and you see a little girl get blown up, and that was all trying to escalate the shock value of the first modern warfare where a Mm -hmm. WMD goes off and you have to like walk in the shoes of a dying soldier that had gone through that. And they just kept trying. Like, I'm so glad they got rid of that because it was so tacked on and not, it was uncomfortable. It didn't didn't add anything to the story. It doesn't add anything at all other than, okay, this is just stupid and grotesque. Right. Cause you could skip it. Yeah. But I remember I played it and I was like, holy shit. But, 
by putting by just by putting that disclaimer in there that says, "Hey, this could make you uncomfortable. Do you want to skip it?" That makes it edgy and catches people's attention, and that's why they do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I mean, sort of I get away like, with the umbrella of, but we gave you the out, so you selected it. Yeah, I think like the too long didn't read is like I think no matter what, anything that is a more tense time in our history, regardless of what medium you're creating, like whether it's a movie or a game or something, there's got to be a level of respect in it. As long right. as mm-hmm. that's there, then for me. I think that, like, you can build whatever you want on top of it to tell a story. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes a lot of those games really interesting. Like, I really love the Wolfenstein games, but it deals with, like, really, really dark shit. Um, Yeah. Can I just say two things quick? I don't know know if um, Wolfenstein is the best example of that because (laughs) Robo Hitler isn't real. Yeah, but Robo Hitler is awesome to kill. Well, I think that there's like different, like there's like New Order. There's like, there's a lot of different Wolfenstein games. Some right. of them go like really fucking wacko, crazy, right. like space age weirdness. But but th- then at the same time that you also have things like Sniper Elite, where there are entire missions dedicated to how grotesquely can I murder Hitler, and and mm, like maybe yeah. something like that I could see. Okay, okay you're. You're not really telling telling a story, or you know, you're you're basically just like. How many times can you nut shot Hitler? Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 Hitler, so we laugh about it. But you know, if if that was on the flip side, like (laughs) you know, if I was seeing how he's like a snap general Patton in the face, that might be a different story. So, that's yeah. true. No, that's I true. I think there, there's History's definitely a difference. Pictures, mate. There's definitely a difference between being tasteful and and artistic about it, and just being yeah crazy and over the top. Remains to be seen how they deliver on this one, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. though. I mean, I yeah. think that like Battlefield did it really well. Yeah, they went I, to... I love. I think Battlefield One is the most interesting first person shooter in a really yeah. long while, and so. I'm, I hope that the new Call of Duty takes a lot of cues from that. I'm excited sure. to I'm excited to see what it is because Call of Duty World War II is where Call of Duty kind of hit the map. So yeah, yeah, to see them go back to it, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm excited. Tony, did you want to bring up those uh, things? I just have one question. So, who's excited for Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego coming to Netflix? A new animated series. Uh, I'm gonna. I will watch I it am? on principle, but I didn't know that that was a thing until you posted about it in the recap, and, and then again reminded me right this second. It's gonna be voiced by Gina Rodriguez, who is the lead in a show called Jane the Virgin, which is so good. You which is watch actually it. it's actually really funny. My wife got me into it. It was one of those shows where like she would have it on, and I would do something else, and then I would slowly watch it. So now <laughs> it's become our show. And that's, that's, really what married, that's what married life is about, kids. I Yeah, I'm getting ready. It's going to be great. And the only other thing I want to say is I really, really, 
really want to play ukulele, but I don't want to buy it. On, I know. But I, I, but I, know. But I don't want to buy it on PS4 because I switched my Kickstarter pledge to Switch. And I really also do not want to play it on Steam because I would oh. like to take it with me when I go on my trip. Like I have exactly. the toy box, but that's not enough. And the shitty oh thing is, is we God. have no, I we have we don't even have like not a even, remote idea. Of I know when for sure it's TBD. Coming. I it's know. Annoying. Okay, Ugh. here's my question to you. It's what? good, and you can stop talking. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to diss it right now. Here's my question to you. You guys, you three obviously like are very excited for ukulele. Oh my God, yeah. Here's my question. Do you think that it would make for a much more interesting read if I got ukulele and reviewed it? No, because you already know how you feel about it. Yeah, you already know you're you're going to hate it. it. No, I'm not going to. I will. (laughs) You're going to take a Danny dump. I will suspend disbelief and I will objectively it guys i spent i spent some i mean well, well uh, a danny dump and a tristan too so so to answer your question danny yes i would probably be interested to see what you had to say about it and i would read that and i would be happy with you writing that review that also means that all four of us are going to buy this game and if you're not fully invested in wanting to play that that may be a waste of your money since I all mean, three of us are all money ain't no it. thing more money more problems you know Mo, what I'm saying? money uh, more problems i know what you be saying that's good i played uh, i played type, i played some banjo kazooie a few days ago you can get on steam i guess um oh yeah i saw up. you doing that on x-bone yeah that in the gold surprisingly well it's not bad um i wanted banjo tooie more than i wanted banjo kazooie um They're, you can get them both i know but i don't want to buy the whole pack i just want that one game Dude, I think Rare Rewind is like $2 at this point. No, it's like 20 bucks because Xbox doesn't know how to lower pricing and they have a monopoly over the Xbox market because it's the only thing that they sell is Xbox games. Oh, Rare and Replay, not very many of them because Xbox sucks. So uh... that is the end of episode 59 of Pixel Raiders Land Party Podcast. Blah, 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 where blah. the four of us are awesome. That's it. Yeah, we totally are. <laughs> Hashtag awesome. Das that's it uh Nobody thank you guys that. for real for uh sticking with us listening to us uh, it is incredible to continue to make uh, these podcasts and to see how far we've grown as a as a dare i say it uh a brand company yeah uh, literally week after week we're getting more and more uh listeners which is pretty wild yeah, yeah, speaking so, of listeners, if y'all are out there and you want to interact with us, please do. Like no, we wait. love talking no. to you guys. Tweet at us. I have a new I have a new tactic. Emails. Unless you're Justin. I have a new tactic. Definitely don't tweet at us. Definitely don't write on our Facebook. And for sure, I don't give a shit if you comment on our stuff. So, you know, whatever. Oh. Yeah. I had I had something important <laughs> that I wanted to bring up. Okay, God go damn ahead, it, Tristan. Tristan. Exactly one, exactly one year ago, I posted on Twitter that I was very uh-huh. excited to play Star Fox Zero, <laughs> despite all of the negative press that it was getting. And I just wanted and, to take a minute to apologize to the world and say I was very wrong. Uh, that game is really bad, and you shouldn't play it. Yeah, I, I replied, <laughs> and I, I was also very enthusiastic, and what, we were both so wrong. I'm so sorry. So young. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. We live, we learn... We but, grow. but if you have a PSVR, E-Valkyrie is really damn cool in VR. So you should play Your that. mom's really cool in VR. Yeah, she yeah, is. I love right. my mom. Shut your fucking mouth, Will. All right. With that, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will see you all next week for episode 60. 60 Unbelievable. Zero. Can't even wait. See you all there.
Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.